Hey everyone, my name is Lonky and welcome back to another episode of the Be Ready Project and week six of Retire with Reality. This week for Chris has all been about product development and we sit down and we speak about the projects that he's currently working on. Reality breaks down the production of a new service or product and the importance of small business being agile, flexible, listening to the market and adapting to change. Everything starts with an idea. And what Chris really explains well in today's episode is how to take an idea and turn it into something real. Everything takes effort and everything has risks, but if it's done correctly, hopefully it all pays off. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Here we go. Welcome to the Be Ready Project. Best advice I can give you is be ready. How, 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 you'd say, how do I be ready? It's study. All right, Rouds, welcome back, mate. How you going? I'm going good, mate. It's been uh, an- another week, uh, another couple of kilos put on, so it's, it's been good. <laughs> nice, mate. Nice. So let's just start off, mate, uh, grand final week. I know they, uh, the NRL always do a lot for you boys when you do retire, but with COVID this year, it, it was a little bit different. Can you, can you go through what grand final day was all about and, and what the NRL do with all the guys retiring? Yeah, I think uh, in previous years they used to do like a, a two or three days of functions and different things, and I think they used to um, put up the players and their partners up in hotel rooms for like two or three days in the city, spewing. Um, <laughs> Missed out, it shouldn't should have retired last year. But yeah, so started doing that, and uh, so that this year they only did they said on the Sunday. So that on the Sunday they. Um, did a workshop, so workshop all the players, all, all the partners, and um, then into sort of the the, you know, the grand final on the day where they do the parade and introduce the, re- the retired players and uh, do a bit of a laugh on the field. So yeah, it was it was it was good to catch up with um, sort of uh, all the other sort of boys retiring, going through the sort of similar thing that you know that that I am, and and just sat having a chat about whatever everyone's doing. Uh, it was a pretty pretty wet sort of grand final day, so we were lucky. It literally just stopped raining for about a five ten minute period as. We walked on the field and, and got to do the parade. Do they still do education stuff with you over that over that time? Because I knew they used to. They still, did they do that with you this this time around? Yeah, so that's what on the, the, the they did a workshop with the players and the partners um, on the Sunday. So during the day, and then yeah, that, well they provide and then they did provide accommodation at Homebush for for the players and their partners that night. But it, again, it was probably fast tracked a bit because usually they do a lot of that stuff over either a dinner or a function or over a couple of days. So those probably workshops, uh, the one on the day, yeah, it was really good. But again, it was probably just, you know, fast track to save time and try and get through as, as much as possible. So, you know, I did get a bit out of it. But again, I, I hopefully, uh, given everything I've uh, tried to set myself up for, um, you know, hopefully I've tried to prepare myself as best as possible. And a big night, mate. I got a, I got a message by you on Monday morning saying having the day off. So was it, was it fun? You enjoyed yourself? Yeah, well, I suppose, mate. Having gone thirteen uh, thirteen months without without a holiday and, and a day off, so it's uh, probably time I took one. Yeah, it was a good night. Um, catch as I said, catching up with all the boys and being able to you know have have a beer with those guys. That you know, I, I knew most of the guys. Some guys I sort of obviously played against, but um, you know, hadn't met. But uh, it was probably hard. Uh, in previous years, you obviously have all the players from every all the clubs and interstate, but obviously the Queensland players couldn't come down, so there was probably it was limited in the, the amount of people there. So it was good to sort of just yeah enjoy a beer at, 
it probably, you know, it, it's probably the first time uh, it, it all hits you, or it all hit me. Uh, that has obviously come to an end, w- walking on the field last time. And guess, again, it was the first time that the crowd, I mean, there's 40,000 people there, so the, the atmosphere and the roar of the crowd was so good and so walking out the field I was like oh well this is you know this is it you know all done now no no crowd as you run out for, for the game and whatnot so um yeah mate, it was uh, it, it was good to just uh, enjoy that sort of last bit and, and enjoy a few beers so yeah no uh, it was, it took the morning off nice mate nice so this week buddy we, we worked really hard on product development there's two probably main pro- products or services that we're we're working on at the moment so i really wanted to dive deep into that today and, and just talk about what we're doing why we're doing it and kind of how we've kind of built these ideas from the ground up so the first one i want to talk about is our rto so obviously we've been delivering education to athletes now for nine years and uh, we're, we're trying now to take that next step in, in becoming an RTO. Why, why are we doing that? Well, I think the reason why we got into this space and, and looked at that athlete education because both you know, we both went through different courses and had you know, some really bad experiences with education. You know, for me, I was really passionate about learning and really you know, studied quite hard during my HSC. Went straight out of school was obviously playing first grade but wanted to keep studying and and enrolled in a, a university degree a sitting university and it, it literally was not flexible at all they didn't accommodate you know the the demands of an for me as a professional athlete at all I really struggled to be able to cope and you know with classes I wasn't going to and eventually it all came to a head where uh, I was away in the junior kangaroos tour um, had a, an assignment uh, for a um a subject that I had barely been to a class because I couldn't attend a class and they wouldn't change me over to a different class. So barely knew any of the content. Had an assignment due that day. Only got a one or two day extension. Anyway, long story short, borrowed um, people's notes, rewrote my, my assignment, but used people's graphs and diagrams and got done for plagiarism. And it was that point where I really just turned me off education, had a really bad experience and um, left the course because I was like, I literally, I'm trying to do everything I could to balance football and, and education. And that was in an exercise and sports science degree. And I thought there's got to be a better way. Then I thought I need to build my confidence in learning, went and did my Cert 3 and 4 in fitness online about the same time you were doing your Cert 3 and 4 in fitness via TAFE. And I remember having the conversation going, for me, it was so much more flexible so I've went from you know a really rigid structure with uni to really flexible but I thought and I'm quite a motivated person and I really struggled at certain times and I thought there's no way majority of athletes could sort of continue to get through this because it was it literally took me a lot longer than I thought and then speaking with yourself about how intense the tape was we just literally were like well there's like there's no avenue for athletes that suits the demands of athletes and that's where the idea of you know everything we were doing and thought, you know, we need to come up with a um, something, a structure of education for athletes. And, you know, that's what obviously the last, you know, eight years has been about, the research project has been about. And But the only way to really enact change is to become our own RTO, to own the course, to have a structure and have a, a training and assessment strategy and, and courses and programs specifically for athletes, not for anyone else. Because that's, the, again, that's the only way that we've learnt you know, we can't really force athletes to fit into the, the mould and structure of other programs and other courses. That has to be built for them. And we've done this application before back in 2016-17 and failed. Uh, what have we done different this time on to make sure that we, we do get across the line? I got some help. Got some help. Got, got a consultant. So, and that's probably the, the, probably the lesson that, 
you can apply to everything that you, you need guidance you need you need help you need with that coaches mentors um, support networks um, you know consultants whatever it may be uh, the first time we did it you know we had some support and, and advisors but you know with, with the amount of, we were doing it for the first time the amount of compliance the amount of documentation uh, just a lot of little things we had our idea we had parts of our structure right where we just fell down in certain areas and, and look we we our first submission was going through the audit and, and we were given minor non-compliance and and look I don't think we were too far off again looking at it back back now and you know correct me if I'm wrong but I, I look at it as a blessing in disguise because we learnt what our errors and mistakes were and I feel in this situation we've really got uh, a really good foundation really good structure with the help of obviously Joe who has been able to help us throughout the process but I feel like if for some reason we were given that green light straight away we might not have I think there would have been a few holes in our structure that would have taken a long time where I feel like we know the the athletes and their needs a lot more um, because again the, the whole point of creating this is to really be able to provide something for for athletes so you don't want to have it fall back on you because the structure's not right. And when we started this process back in 2016, uh, we started doing some research into athlete education to prove that an RTO was, was going to be viable in the industry for athletes. That research built, and we did it for a number of years now, almost three years. Uh, the fact that it got academically published this year was, was very exciting. And this week, we actually got to present it to the AIS. And, and how was that? Well, we, we physically didn't get to we, present. No, that's right, we, we didn't. Our, but the, our, the research got presented yeah. to the IS. Our, our co-writers, so the guys from Western Sydney Uni, so Sam Lane, he's probably, if we had to choose someone to present, he would definitely be the one that would present the, the research. But yeah, look, it's, to have that sort of recognised, again, it's not something that we went into when we first started doing to get recognised academically and have it published in the journal and be... Invited to speak at a number of international conferences and whatnot. It was again more to go. Well, does our idea have have legs? And if if so, how can we really make sure we know everything about what sort of athletes need? And that was really the main intention. And it did give us you know a lot of insight. And but again, it's not because of the changing nature of everything, particularly the elite athlete landscape. It's about understanding. Okay, we've got to keep on the ball here. It was more for me. What I got out of it is like. Well, yes, we understood what athletes want at this point in time, but we're going to make sure we keep really with our foot, ear on the ground and, and feet on the ground. How can we make sure that any changes in what the requirements are, we're, we're ready to, to adapt? All right, nice, mate. So the other product that we, we kind of finalised this week, which I'm really excited about, is a course. It's an online course called Conquer the Mind, something that you've developed. Talk us about what Conquer the Mind is, and I've got a few questions to ask you about it. Yeah, I suppose the reason I started this, and this probably rolled off the back of a lot of what I did within the COVID break, you know, 18 months ago, really redefining the structure of our corporate arm of the business to, for me, again, after my facial injury, which when I thought I was done and dusted, I thought, well, we were doing a little bit within the corporate wellbeing space, but for me, there was just different parts of it where I just there wasn't that sort of flame that I really had a passion about. So I had to really sit down and go, well, one, what do I have a passion about in this area? And and two, you know, where can I have most impact and influence? So really redefine what we're doing to really um, hone down on, you know, helping people improve their mindset, build resilience and overcome adversity. And then during that COVID break, one of the big things we, we did was to try and, and do, did a live webinar to provide people with a five-step blueprint to 
you know, thrive during change and uncertain times, you know, thri- and called thriving from a distance. And that was really successful. Got, you know, a lot of people on that live webinar, you know, it was just a free thing we did to try and give people a bit of guidance with this time. And, and again, when we talk about having guidance and, and a framework and people to help you, just got me thinking, well, there's there's so many people going through a time now and a, time, a point in time where it's unprecedented, you know, some of the challenges that people are facing, you know, unfortunately I've had to go through some really challenging times. So I had to learn these strategies and learn tools on the run that have got me through really difficult times. But there's plenty of people out there right now that are in challenging situations and don't know how to deal with it. How can I help them? So I thought, well, again, based off a lot of the stuff I was doing with my workshops and keynote presentations, how can I create an online course which gives a framework or a step-by-step blueprint that can allow people, it doesn't matter what they're facing, major challenge, little setback, that can allow them to, to really have that guidance to get them through the tough times. So that was essentially the idea from it. Again, it was, yeah, you know, had the idea, but again, it's about trying to get it on paper and, and where to start and what to include. You know, for me, I just had to reflect, well, what was the steps that I took and what was all the lessons that I learned going through all my challenges and how can I formulate that as part of a plan and then trialled it with and tested it with a few workshops that I ran uh, with a few companies on Zoom at the time because, you know, I was still in the bubble with footy, but again, got some good feedback from it. So, um, yeah, I thought, you know, it, it's a, uh, it's time to sort of create a resource tool that, you know, hopefully can provide some guidance for people. And something like this, mate, doesn't just magically appear out of thin air. What are the things that you've had to do to get it from an idea now to a product that we can sell? Well, the, the concept, obviously the idea, the, the tools and, and the framework I use, so again, using a lot of the content that, that I've um, written uh, and delivered as part of my workshops, then adding to that, um, then putting that in a formalised structure, really, again, formalising the tools, activities, the strategies, being able to film, refilm that content, being able to find you know additional resources and, and people that can, uh, again, provide a different perspective, uh, whether that's uh, you know partners that I've, I had already been delivering workshops with, whether that's um, you know adding additional resources with people in other industries, you know uh, other sporting industries, you know um, have done interviews and with, again with a lot of people that we've done our podcast with have, have got different insights to what helped them through their you know through their sporting careers and their challenges. So just providing different stories, different contexts, different different insights to build a live a back end library that people can not only go through you know my videos and um, the step by step process and the content that I deliver, but there's a lot of other content and resources in there that can help people. And for me, if there's if they can resonate with my story, great. But if it's, say, not my story or, or that particular video or model, but if it's something that uh, an interview I've done or a podcast that we've done or an additional resource that I've provided that can really spark something within them, then, then that's what the, the aim of it is. And so do you think it's something that other athletes can do? If they've got an idea, do you think that they could create a, an online course like you have? Oh, 100%. I think it's definitely something, I mean, it's only something probably, again, at the back end of my career, more realised how much knowledge and experience you've acquired over the, the, the period and all the transferable skills that we've developed unconsciously that you can apply to sort of life um, after sport and things that you can help people with that you just assume that is common knowledge because you, you at times in that sort of bubble of football. And, and again, as I said, it was only through the COVID break where it really got me thinking that oh, look, all these challenges that I've gone all the setbacks and injuries that I've come back from and, and I've learnt, okay, I know how to overcome this and I know what to do in this situation, that 
people could really use that guidance right now. And it was that knowledge. You know what? I probably have actually acquired a lot more knowledge than I thought. And well, let's get that knowledge down into paper. And there would be so much that athletes um, have learnt. You know, uh, the expertise, their knowledge that could help different members of the community whether that's you know within the community younger athletes there might be a specific market that they really um, have an expertise in but it's a probably you don't realize you know uh, that, that you do have that knowledge so it's definitely something that every athlete can do and something that again i'll be using this as a bit of a trial run hopefully then launch some more courses and then hopefully help other athletes do the same thing how important is it for a small business to always be innovating and, and we are always about innovation and, and do you enjoy that innovation kind of side of, of creating new services and products? Yeah, well, I think for me it's about problem solving. It's about you've got to you know, solve a problem. There's, you've got to be agile you know, when you have different challenges and you have, you've got to create different revenue streams and, and you've got to you know, solve that problem. And again, a lot as athletes, particularly in team sports, you have to be able to solve a problem really quickly on on the run. So we do have that really innate skill that we don't actually realise. And, and I get a real kick out of it going, well, here's some challenges that the business might face. Well, how can we really adapt? And, and what is the market telling us? And how can we solve a problem right now? And, and again, that's why this course came about. I'm like, well, the we trialled it with the, uh, the, the, the live event with Thriving from a Distance and that you know that was popular there's obviously you know people that really need some guidance right there so let's try and do this so yeah it'd be interesting to see hopefully um it all you know resonates with people and people will get a lot out of it all right mate so big week in the office a lot of product that we've we've kind of finalized what's one thing you've learned one thing i've learned i'll probably have i don't know if i said it last week about the the training aspect Oh, been struggling to get up of the mornings and training, so I, I need to find a training partner. I need to really just set set the plan down because I've set my alarm so many times already. Because it's it's time I start to get back into a bit of training. Because again, the uh, I've had plenty of luncheons and you know different client meetings, which have actually been good. And again, learning again that it's about building those those relationships. But yeah, um, the beers are adding up, the foods uh, yeah piling up. So it's it's time to get uh, get back into training. All right, mate. Well, thanks again for joining us. Uh, another big week ahead and, and I hope we can have some fun together.